One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. On today's wrestling news, Triple H makes his first public appearance since his cardiac event. The potential reason behind Top Dollar's WWE release. Got a big Johnny Gargano contract update. And winter is coming again. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? My name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Sea Dog to talk all things wrestling. Uh, But before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below, uh, subscribe to the channel. All of it really does help and links to each uh, article. Article news story is in the description below. Uh, Select the timestamps and off you go. But yeah, first up, Triple H making his first public appearance since his cardiac event that he had back in September. Now, he's appeared um, with a bunch of WWE officials, um, including Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon, as they were kind of touring around what is going to be their new building in Connecticut. And the video was put up on TikTok by user Danielle Desma 41 which I will play the video here. Um, so it's been very quiet on updates about his condition since this all happened. Like, the only update we've really had um is from like one official wwe tweet that just said um like triple h underwent a successful procedure and he's um and it was caused by a genetic heart issue and he's expected to make a full recovery kind of thing um so hopefully now that he's kind of out and about and getting back to duties this means his recovery is going well what it means for his role in wwe is unknown at this point obviously he was hospitalized sort of just one week i think it was just before nxt 2.0 started which is obviously a very different vision to what his vision to, uh, of NXT was originally. So no idea where he's going to fit back in, whether this just easing back into um, into his main role or anything like that. But we obviously wish him the best that you don't want to wish this on anyone and it's good to see him recovering. But I will say one thing, WWE should probably invest in some slightly bigger hard hats. These things look absolutely tiny on everybody's head. <laughs> They've all just got really big heads, Phil, and that's, that's, that's the thing we're dealing with there. It's going to be really interesting. This, um, it's, it's good seeing, obviously, seeing Triple H back on his feet, seeing him like up and about again. That's 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 great. That's the, that's the big takeaway here, so just, that's, that's cool. But, yeah, just seeing what it's going to be like when he gets back to NXT, because it's completely different, completely different world to the one that he left, and the amount of people that were seen, seen as his sort of pet project you could say in nxt that has just suddenly gone you're carrying crosses geek lees all these people that he had so much uh, support for over the course of their like nxt burgeoning careers into the main roster they're just gone now so how's he how's he gonna feel about it how's he gonna react to it it's 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 really there's a lot to this um obviously for now we've just got these images which are all well and good but yeah it remains to be seen just what paul Levesque is gonna think of WWE 
because it's a, it's a very different place. It's not in Kansas anymore. It's a very different place to, to the one he left behind. But speaking of it being quite different to the one he left behind, when he left NXT, well, when he was still a part of NXT before the event and everything else, uh, Hit Row was still very much on top. They then went to the main roster. They then got like pulled apart ever so slightly and then got completely let go. That, that was a thing. So we've got more information now on what happened in regards to Top Dollar um, because Fightful Select have just reported a few things. They said that there were some significant creative pitches for Hit Row prior to them getting released from WWE, but it's not really known how far along they got. So it's clear that maybe they did have a bit of a plan, but perhaps a few things maybe got in the way of that uh, late in the day when it came to announcing that they were just going to release loads more people because of budget cuts. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's been also reported that Top Dollar had rubbed some people the wrong way. Uh, Brian Alvarez of, obviously, Wrestling Observer Live, he noted that on the Wrestling Observer Live recently. He said that uh, he pretty much went to bat for B-Fab after she got, like, just randomly, well, unceremoniously dropped after being on the main roster for a week. He went to bat for her and said that this was not cool, which you've got to commend that. He went straight to the, the top of the head office and just said, nope, we're not about this. Like, us here as Hit Row, we want to we fight for our friend. And, well, you can kind of see that why that had rubbed a few people up the wrong way in WWE because they're the kind of, well, folks that would just sit there and go, okay, if you don't agree with us, see you later. And that's, that's pretty much what they did. But it's not really been confirmed at this point if that was the main reason behind why Hit Row were let go. But you've got to think it probably did maybe contribute towards it because yeah it's just people rubbing up against head office so it doesn't really work or tend to work in your favor unless you're somebody right at the top of the card and also, Fightful.com uh, have mentioned within all these kind of uh, reports that they're dropping about his release, specifically Top Dollars, is uh, a couple of internal WWE sources compared it to Greg Hamilton getting a little too comfortable. Uh, we were told this was not the specific factor leading to his release or that of the group, but was an internal observation. There were others that enjoyed his approach within the company. So he obviously had his fans, probably like the likes of Triple H, people like that really did enjoy him because they, they pushed Hit Row quite high up the card and they had this big like battle against Legado, that was a full thing, but maybe when they got to the main roster, they probably had the same attitude and it maybe didn't really click with some people who were part of the furniture on the main roster. There's just a lot of politic stuff that you really hear about in WWE when it comes to these new arrivals coming in with all this confidence, ready to take the world by storm. But if they step on the wrong people's toes in doing so, it's never been more evident that you're just going to get let go, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a weird one because like you hear people in WWE all the time about saying that sort of new people should sort of stand up for themselves, fight for their spot, like grab the brass ring, all that kind of thing. Like Paul Heyman was literally like just yesterday or the day before was uh, doing that interview with Ariel Helwani on the BT Sport thing where he was talking about like if he was a new guy now, he'd be like chomping at the bit because it's like new spaces are opening up because people are getting fired and things. And like you'd go in and you'd like be pitching for the top spot and then someone comes in and gets called up to the main roster and sort of fights for their place and like fights for what they believe in and then they're out the door immediately like there's two very very different points of view going on here like do you fight for your place or do you just shut up and go with the status quo because that seems to be how you keep your job the other one seems to be how you get fired um but you can see why like other people would probably get caught up in this as well like if you look at Hit Row, if you're Vince McMahon, if you look at Hit Row through Vince McMahon's eyes, like top dollar, he's the big guy. He's the he's the leader. Like he's the the top dog in it all. Um, and so as soon as you want the top dog out the door, what's the point in these other two guys? It's like as talented as they are, especially like Isaiah Swerve Scott. It makes no sense. But you can see sort of Vince's weird view of he's the top dog. If we don't want the top dog, why would we want the rest of them? And it's 
it's a bad way of looking at it because there's a lot of talent in there as well but yeah none of this makes any sense <laughs> yeah and it's Hamer said it again in that BT Sport interview where like the, the entire philosophy in WWE especially when it comes to Vince McMahon is just ripping the band-aid off so if he isn't a fan of someone and can't see anything probably in like the next couple of weeks with them it's just a case of no get rid of them now and it's like no we could do something like it no no get rid of them now and it's it's a bit of an archaic way of doing business but you know what it, it is his company he's gonna do what he's gonna do isn't it yeah it's just his little toy box and he's gonna play with them however he wants but yeah. moving over well sticking with nxt i guess um johnny gargano his contract um is up in December the 3rd, very soon. And the big news coming out of the Wrestling Observer and Dave Meltzer is that he's yet to agree on a new deal. Now, it is believed that WWE is pushing very hard to keep him and uh, Meltzer mentioned that an offer uh, tying him to the company for a very long time has been made. But like we say, he has yet to take him up on that offer. Now, Johnny Gargano has been there since 2015 now. He's one of the most decorated NXT uh, wrestlers of all time. He's won everything you can possibly win down there. But NXT 2.0 is a very different place to the sort of NXT that sort of Johnny Gargano, I don't want to say grew up in, but like came up through in. Um, obviously, Kyle O'Reilly's contract is also expiring in December, so he's going to be in a very similar situation, I think, of being sort of part of the old guard of NXT that's kind of caught up in the new NXT 2.0. And is there a place for both of them there? Who the hell knows? But it seems like WWE are wanting to keep a hold of Johnny Gargano, um, at least for quite a long time, it seems, but yet to know what their eventual plans would be for him, whether it would be staying on NXT or whether it would be getting called up personally. I, as a fan of Johnny Gargano, I am wearing his t-shirt right now, which is a complete coincidence. Uh, I would rather see him leave. I'm not going to lie. I think him on the main roster, he's quite a small chap. As soon as, like, as Vince sees that, it, it might not go too well as talented as he is. I think he could do a lot bigger and better things in a place like AEW, and I think they would snap him up instantly because he is incredibly talented and great at what he does. But I also just whatever is right for him and his family, whatever decision he makes is the right one at the end of the day. Yeah, it's an interesting one with Johnny and just a lot of the, let's call them like NXT veterans that are currently in this 2.0 landscape right now, because you do feel like watching the program, obviously I review it weekly, you do feel like, Ah, they, they're just sort of there. They're there to put over this next generation, which is great. There's a place for that. But people like Johnny Gargano, Carl O'Reilly, like, they, they're so damn talented. They need to be doing more than just being the gatekeepers to the main event. I think they, they, they probably feel that in their own careers, that they've got so much more still to give. You know that Johnny's a massive WWE nerd. He loves WWE. That's why he's there. This is, like, fulfilling the dream for him. But going up to the main roster i don't feel like in this current landscape it's probably gonna go the way that he'd want it to even though it's probably the way that he deserves it to go because he's, he's putting a shift a hell of a shift in nxt he said it in his promo last week he just said like when you see this guy on nxt you know it's marquee you know it's box office you know you're gonna get a treat and he's been that way for five years straight so i think he would rip it up on the main roster if he was given that ball to run with but he probably won't and he'd probably be just made somebody's manager and he'd be barking and he'd, he'd probably make that brilliant because it's johnny gargano he's fantastic at what he does yeah. but like you said it's about what is best for his family he's got a new kid on the way it's there's there's a lot that's going to go into this so it's not just a, a straightforward thing of oh just leave and go to AEW. there's a lot that's going to go into making that decision so johnny 
do what's best for you, buddy. But speaking of doing what's best for something, this is best for AEW right now. See that? That was a slick segue, that Phil. That was that was that was great. Cause we're gonna talk about winter is coming. Cause it's coming. It's coming back. It's winter. It's December. Probably should have said something about Johnny's contract running out in December and that being winter, but no, we didn't because we're not that clever. But that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen on December 15th. It's the second, I believe now it's probably gonna be an annual thing. We're gonna have winter is coming every single year. It's like a special that happens on Dynamite. And if you remember, last year, last year's winter is coming, saw Sting debut. Sting showed up and that was crazy. And then we had Kenny Omega just using nefarious tactics to win the AEW World Championship from John Moxley. So it was a massive, massive, probably the biggest Dynamite of the year last year. It was absolutely huge. And that's going to be going down in the Colwell Center in Garland, Texas. And it's going to be one of the last big like Dynamite shows on TNT, because obviously they're moving to TBS in 2022. So it's, it's a monumental show, this. Maybe, just maybe, we'll see Brian Danielson taking on Hangman Adam Page for the World Championship. That's not been confirmed, but you saw what happened last year with the whole Full Gear tournament. That led to this going down at winter is coming could happen again we don't know i'm excited anyway yeah absolutely it should be a good fun show it has been uh, in the past couple of years um and who knows you might even see johnny gargano on it if his contract's up on december 3rd if that time works out you won't have a no compete if your contract just runs out Oh, we saw it. Mr. Mr. Adam Cole, mm-hmm. imagine that. We just had those two fighting on winter at that. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Phil. Look what you just did. Look at this. <laughs> Making a dream. Um, but yeah, speaking of dream booking, let's move over to the Twitter questions. <laughs> hey, there's a segue. Um, so oh, You're good at this, you. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, kind of related to AEW, um, uh, comes from ChefMello86, who says, um, who would you like to see be a surprise entrant in the Owen Hart Cup tournament in AEW? Uh, my pick would be Josh Alexander. And to add, here's our dog snuggling with my girl's pregnant belly. And there's a cute picture of his dog. <laughs> oh. oh, that's very cute. Um... A surprise entrant? Okay, if I was just going to go an entrant, I'd, I'd just want Adam Cole in there just to win the whole damn thing and just, yeah, hope I had some kind of title ramification then he could be challenging for a world title. But if it was just surprises, if surprises are what you're after, give me Keith Lee. Give me Keith Lee rocking up in this tournament, whooping all the ass, and just like being the version of himself that we all have missed for so damn long. That's what I want. That's what I need. Limitless. It would be really good. Uh, Josh Alexander is a hell of a shout as well. I love Josh Alexander. Um, but I've no idea if... The timings of this would even line up. I think he's still got two or three months left on his contract in WWE anyway, so probably not. But I'm going to go, since it's fantasy time, with Kevin Owens, uh, who would probably be Kevin Steen, I guess, in there. But you've obviously got the connection to Owen Hart. He bloody loves him. He named his son after him. He named his second name in WWE after him. And seeing him turn up, be old school Kevin Steen, run through everyone and win the cup from his namesake his favorite wrestler of all time uh that would be absolutely amazing well anything less than that will be a massive disappointment now phil so thank you for that <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh the next question comes from dr uh dr Buth, and i'm not gonna lie i only picked this one because of the picture of his dog again but it's called philip and barks and he's wearing a wig and it's like kayfabe news and you should go to youtube.com forward slash kayfabe news and subscribe to that channel and watch all of the videos uh because they're all great um, but he would like to know if you think AEW should hire Danhausen now or wait until his leg is healed. Um, because obviously in a show not that long ago, Danhausen, a guy tried to do a coast to coast and landed on his leg and broke both his tibia and his fibia. So that sounds fun. What do you reckon? Yeah, not good. 
not good. I mean, any Danhausen's enough Danhausen for me, I'll be honest, but I'd like to see full Danhausen, do you know what I mean? Danhausen 100% in a ring, still doing his thing and just being the full wacky Danhausen that we know and love. Yeah, um, I'll go. I think they should wait a little bit, maybe like a month before he's healed or something like that, so you can start building him up, getting him in some promos, getting the like entertaining character on TV, and then it, you can actually have a payoff. Like It's difficult to do things like that when you know you can't have a payoff at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'd wait a little bit and then do it. Um, but 100% go out and support Danhausen because he's got a lot of medical bills to pay. <laughs> uh, and that's, I was going to make a comment about being in the UK there, but he does not need that added to his, <laughs> to his list of reasons to be pissed off. Um, <laughs> and the final question of the day comes from Lainey, who says, Morning, uh, if you could watch any wrestling pay-per-view back without knowing the results, Men in Black style memory wipe thing, what would it be? Um, last night smacked that. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh, there's a bit of recency bias, but I think just because of the nature of the job we do, we tend to kind of stumble upon results. If we're not watching live, at least, like we do tend to stumble upon results very quickly, and sometimes before we've actually watched the show itself. Mine would be uh, the the most recent All Out because so many cool things happened on that show, and I made the rookie error of going on Twitter about five minutes before I started watching the whole damn thing, and everything was spoiled for me. And I was like, ah, oh, this is really great, but I would have loved to have just been shocked and surprised, even though we had inklings that things were going to happen. Maybe it just felt. I don't know, to be in that like environment where you didn't know if it was going to happen or not and then it didn't just to be elated like that. And obviously you've got Hangman obviously winning the championship and that's a cool thing in itself. We didn't know that result. But for me, all out because it felt like a massive moment in time. There, I am going to go back to my youth and when I sort of was right in the sort of peak of my wrestling fandom as a kid, I'm going to go with No Way Out from 2000 when Foley retired because I went into that match hating Triple H so goddamn much and willing the world for Foley and then the way that he lost and like after everything that he went through in the match and like my feels back then I want to go back to caring that much <laughs> about something. Do you want to feel old Phil? Do you want to feel old? I know right yeah. Uh, either do you want to feel really old? Seven because mm, why not it's fantastic. Or No Way Out 2001. Phil, One I, of them. One of those three. <laughs> Phil I, I, I was five years old at the 2000 No Way Out. Just just, just really add some uh, salt to the back of the And on that note, you can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> you can definitely not follow Gareth because he's way too young to be on Twitter. His parents should ban it. But you can follow me at Phil My Chambers. Um, and you might get some pictures of Salty Dog if you follow me on Instagram too. Where can they follow you, Gareth? I don't know, I'll just go for salty now, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just <laughs> Come on, get it out Morgan 04 Come on, Bloody I'm shameless. Out. Plug, plug, plug. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, like I say, subscribe to the channel, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, including where you want to see Johnny Gargano end up. Um, and yeah, subscribe, like the video. That's the other thing you can do. It all very much helps. But most <laughs> importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.